Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, May the 18th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. And we are going to tackle the duo of NBA and MLB. Uh, we're going to hit both for our podcast information regarding building your lineups and getting your prize pick stuff together. So one-stop shop today, Crash. We did it the other day. Everybody seemed to love it. So here we are again. How are you this morning? Doing well. Yeah, we got some good reviews and comments and stuff on that that first one we did with the multi-sport podcast. So why not give it another shot today? Got to do it. The only reviews we got that were higher is when you didn't wear your hat and had that shiny dome going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was we were flooded with female viewers. I don't know I what that was. I thought it was when you didn't wear a hat. <laughs> no, that's there were kids crying, people screaming. It was it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we've got an awesome slate, tons of baseball games all over the place to talk about. And then, of course, we're going to get into the game tonight, Western Conference Finals. I had to pull out the old Mavericks. This this one goes back a while a while. And since I couldn't find like a, a correct gold type of reverse jinx shirt i didn't really need the reverse jinx we pulled that out when we were trailing against the suns mm -hmm. so we're going to go old school mav sweatshirt today if for some reason we drop this game i'll go out and buy a stinking gold shirt if i have to yeah but i'm hoping it doesn't come to that crash we'll yeah. see what happens it's going to be a good series i know that it is uh, i know for our members we're offering all kinds of slates we have a, an early slate and then for some reason, right. FanDuel and DraftKings are not on the same page as far as their slates. One's eight-game main slate. One's 10 games or six games. I don't know. We have, we're offering three different slate times. So if you're a member of Coach Talk, you'll get everything we've got. As always, you'll get your breakout of the uh, MLB for DraftKings, whether it be in a coach's clipboard or core group, and then you'll get full lineups for Yahoo and FanDuel. Um, and so we'll be posting those all day. And then, of course, tonight uh, we all we have not just the NBA uh, conference finals, which we're ecstatic about. We're also right. posting lineups for the PGA championship that starts yeah. tomorrow. So this is like an unbelievable uh, sports weekend coming up. Come and join us. Crash. Call out, get, get the on the phone, let the people know. DFS Coach Talk is the place to be. Yes. Go to at DFS Coach Talk, Talk on Twitter to check us out there, or just go to DFSCoachTalk.com. If you sign up for the three-day pass, you get today, Thursday, and Friday. All that baseball, all three days, all the NBA, all those three days, and then all of our PGA, which we give out full lineups for the tournament tonight, and full lineups for the weekend only Friday, Saturday, which goes for Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we're loaded. All right. We've got tons to do, tons of baseball. Give us a quick preview before we start busting out our, our favorite stuff here and yeah. uh, helping people. What's it look like as far as a slate and weather and stuff like that? So for the slate, we've got eight games on the main slate on FanDuel. It starts at 640 Eastern. And we have six games on the main slate on DraftKings. It starts at 7.05 Eastern. And I actually haven't 
taken a look yet this morning at the weather. So I'm not sure um, what that looks like. Have you looked at that at all? I have not. I, I was okay. leaving. I was so embroiled in. Uh, I can look it up real quick as we're talking about I'm, this. I'm doing it too. So whoever okay, gets go ahead. You, you can look it up. And then, uh, you know, there's a nice little early slate too. You've got yeah. Atlanta, Milwaukee, Detroit, Tampa, San Fran, Colorado, and Minnesota, Oakland. So that's a, a nice little uh, four game uh, way to start the MLB day. Um, as looks pretty good. Um, looks good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Cleveland has a little bit. Um, says light and showery rain will push through the e the region this evening. Could cause some issues. Isn't going to be a nice evening for baseball, but it probably won't be postponed. So yeah, that's, that's what a, I see too. It is everything else is clear and out in the yeah, open. Yeah, Cleveland's chilly. Maybe some little rain, but I think they'll they'll be able to play it. But that is the one game might be a little dicey with pitching if there's some delays, but I, I don't think there will be. They're on that like turbo slate afternoon slate or whatever. So they're not even one of the main games. So right. They're not even anything to worry about. Everything else is good. Like you said, I, that's what I see too. So, and some of the temperatures are way up. It's going to be 82 in Kansas city. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's something to, you know, to look at. And then you've got, uh, I'm looking for any big wins. I don't even see any big win game, uh, which is always nice that, you know, when you, things are on equal turf, it, it makes a little better. We do uh, that Rockies game is on the afternoon slate. So that helps. Um, so it just opens the door for what you'll find out is a Yankees. Can I play 12 Yankees? I want their bench. I want their bullpen. You don't want, you don't want Jordan Lyles? I want everybody from the Yankees and you can have Jordan Lyles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my man, let's dive into this. Yeah, I, picture. Just because you mentioned that, I want to say real quick, I like the fact that we don't have the whole Coors thing to deal with on the main slate tonight. I'm glad we're done. That does get a little bit old. Hey, yeah. I've got to say this too, and, and I'm not to slow things down and hopefully everybody's geared in for a little longer podcast since we're doing both sports. But last night was awesome for our, our family here at Coach Talk. Mm -hmm. We hammered uh, basketball. We could have pure takedowns if Derek White could have played a little bit better off the bench, but we right. still cashed everywhere. And then baseball, we were top 3% lineup on FanDuel in all of our contests. Mm -hmm. Cashed really well on Yahoo. Had tons of guys homer. Had like six homers, and I I uh, rolled the dice and went with Brew Baker as my main pitcher, uh, yeah. and he he wasn't great, but he was great enough. Ten Ks, yeah, and it's all about the strikeout. I've said it multiple times, and he got me through, and then it allowed me to buy up to all those home run hitters. So, mm -hmm. congratulations to all of our uh, Coach Talk family there, and I hope uh, some of our listeners grab some of that as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, my top pitcher play is going to be Kevin Gossman. He's 9,800 on FanDuel, 10-1 on DraftKings. He's been very good this year. He had a quote-unquote down game against the Rays in last start, but he still had seven innings pitched, uh, st struck out eight, and he, he did allow three runs, but he still got 40 fantasy points. So yeah, that's kind of his floor this year, or has been so far. Going up against Seattle, that struck out at the 10th highest rate in their last three games, and they were shut out yesterday by – 
Jose Barrios, which we're not going to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> this this slate is really so strong when it comes to pitching for us. Oh, it's unbelievable. Compared to yesterday, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Eight and six game slate, and there's literally like seven and five very strong pay-up options. So yeah. uh, probably the strongest pitcher slate of the year for the you know size of the slate. Well, there's so many buy-up pitchers. It's like, what the heck, you know, how do you make that decision, you know? Yeah. It is so, so difficult. You know, I was I was torn, to be honest with you. I, I was thinking Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, he seems to have his groove back again. And But, mm-hmm. you know, the Cardinals are playing good ball, and it's just uh, – They I don't still strike think he's, That's, the, that's the problem. They're yeah. third from the bottom in strikeouts, and – they, you know, they do have a few guys like Arenado and, and Goldschmidt in particular that can pop a homer off you. Yeah, and Scherzer's, you know, Scherzer still gives up a homer here and there. So yeah. that's that's the concern. You know, I'm going to go with, I think, a guy that's going to be lost totally in the shuffle, shuffle. And I wanted him yesterday. I'm going back to Lucas Giolito. I know mm-hmm. he's coming back from the COVID test thing. From what I heard, he wasn't sick. It was just a positive test. I think he's rested. It should be fine. Kansas City can't hit. Uh, they just are not a good hitting squad. Um, they don't strike out a ton, but enough that, you know, I think he can mix it in. And I just, I like him almost like a leverage play because I think he's going to be low owned and there's just so many good buy of pitchers. I, I like where Giolito sits. A little bit of a contrarian play, but I just think mm-hmm. it, it could could be sneaky uh, when it comes to, you know, 35, 40 DFS points. Is it FanDuel or DraftKings where he's like 8,300? He's he's underpriced for sure. So I, yeah. I, I was going to take him as my value pitcher, but on one of the sites, like you said, I, I can't remember which one right now, but one of the sites he's, you know, decent price, but the other mm-hmm. one, he is, he is the value guy in my opinion. So, um, for me, I'm going to take, for my value pitcher, I'm going to take Josiah Gray on FanDuel. It's a FanDuel-only play. They don't have this game on the, uh, on the main slate for DraftKings. Okay. Uh, it's a 640 Eastern game and uh, with Washington and Miami. 7,800 on FanDuel. He pitched against Miami on April 26. In that game, he, had, uh, he pitched five and two-thirds innings. He struck out 10. He allowed yeah. four runs, but he did get 35 fantasy points. So... Decent value there. And then on DraftKings, my value pitcher is Giolito. So just what you were saying, um, he is 8,300 on DraftKings. So that's where he's the cheaper option. FanDuel, he's a little bit more. Yeah. He's a little more expensive on Yahoo too. But uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's a a buy, you know, he's Mm -hmm. really a good play. Um, On my value pitcher, I, you know, I, I toss this around a ton because it's difficult. And then, I wanted to try to take a guy that was on the majority of slates because there's some of these teams caught in between slates, some on one, some not on the other. It gets yeah. <laughs> that's a tough part with baseball. You can't you, know, you give out some good plays and then most people can't even hardly use them. Um, you know, depending on what slate they're going to play. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think about this pick. Uh, it, it, it seems super risky, but I'm going for it, man. Ronzi Contreras from the Pittsburgh Pirates. What do you, I, I figured this was going to shake you up. 
What do you think? Um, well, he's facing the Cubs, right? Here's the thing. He's facing the Cubs. He doesn't get a lot of innings pitched. He pitches like three, four innings. But I think they stretch him out a little bit. I don't like the Cubs batting order at all. And, you know, I think he can strike some of these guys out. You know, mm -hmm. Cubs have been consistently in the top 10 in strikeouts. It's risky, but it's dirt cheap. And it allows me to build in those Yankees bats, which we'll talk about here. Now, I'm not saying this is a high, important play, but I'm expecting a big outing from Giolito or in some lineup if I go with Scherzer and, yeah. and pairing him up with this cheap Pirates pitcher against a Cubs team that I just don't think is, is a good team mm -hmm. um, allows me the path. And again, you know, I'd love to just come up here and say, yeah, take, you know, Gaussman and Scherzer and Giolito and Otani and all that. But, you know, we got to be realistic here. What are the yeah. ways to build to get to that point? So if I can get four innings out of them, four strikeouts and no runs, that'll be perfectly fine for me. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So he I is the starter. Huh? Well, he is the starter because I, I was showing that it was going to be Mitch Keller. I have him listed as uh, the starter, but if I'm wrong, let me go back and see another, and I'll look in a secondary spot here. Let me see. Unless he's doing like the opener thing. Um, I'm going to look in another spot. Go ahead and do your uh, fade picture, and I'm going to look up two more spots to confirm this. Um. I'm not really calling him a fade pitcher necessarily, but I do think that he has a good chance of having a lower score than the other payup options. And that actually is going to be Max Scherzer. And it's because of what we talked about with his strikeouts um, against the Cardinals. They have the lowest strikeout rate of any team. And in their last three games, they're striking out at an extremely low 7.7%. Wow he's going to have to get at least seven strikeouts for his price. And with the way that St. Louis is avoiding the strikeout, I think the odds are against him to get there. So sure. that's why I'm not, I'm not really calling it a fade, but he is the one that I project to have the, the lowest score of the higher price pitchers. Okay. Um, I don't blame you. I'm I'm seeing in two spots that my man Ronzi Contreras and his four thousand dollars salary uh, are starting. So okay. I will update as the day goes on if that changes. Mm -hmm. But right now, you know, for four K, three four innings, a shutout ball against the Cubs, I'm I'm sticking with it. Yeah. And we will update on Twitter. Um, and we'll also update uh, in Discord. So hopefully it's it's a Ronzi, Ronzi for the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll All see, right. we'll see what happens there. That's a it's a very cheap is a very cheap uh, price though, four thousand. I mean, you can't get a, a good hitter for that. So it's, right. it's one of those scenarios where again, if it allows me the whole meat of that Yankees lineup, then I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. How about my fade pitcher? 
You ready for my fade pitcher? Yeah. Walker Bueller. Okay. We've been fading Walker from time to time. I think that uh, I just I, I don't really think he's he's the same pitcher that he's been from the strikeout side of the coin. Again, that's that 410 time, so it's a weird time. Arizona mm-hmm. does suck, I admit it, but Bueller's 10-3, and I don't know. I'm not sure how deep he goes. I'm not sure how many strikeouts he gets, and I think he's, for the people playing all-day slates or slate where he's included, uh, I think he's a great uh, chance to, to fade him. Plus, you know, he, he really has not pitched great. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he hasn't. Uh, but he did pitch a complete game shutout the last time he faced Arizona. So. I know. I I think that's why anybody that plays that slate is going to be all over them. They're going to see that nine inning shutout, 10 Ks, boom, auto, auto punch. But, you know, if you look at the last couple of, uh, Games, it's just not the same thing. Three strikeouts, mm-hmm. you know, against Philly. Yeah. Five strikeouts against Detroit and, you know, giving up uh, some runs. I just, I don't, again, that's just uh, recency and trend with him. Usually it seems like this time of year, he always gets those damn blisters or something. Mm-hmm. Something slows him down or screws him up. So just again, you know, Real contrarian today, and uh, hopefully people can, you know, use different pieces of that in their build. So, yeah. All right, man. We got a prize picks, right? Yep, prize picks. So I'm my first prize picks play I'm going with is going to be for the early slate. It's going to be Max Freed over five and a half strikeouts. Okay. Uh, He had eight strikeouts the last time he faced the Brewers. And, um, They've been striking out at a pretty high rate of late, so I definitely like the over at five and a half. I think he's had like eight, nine, seven, and ten or something strikeouts the last couple of times he's faced them. So yeah, he's definitely gotten to him. So I like it. I'm going with Lucas Giolito over six strikeouts. I think people are going to you know be not looking at that as much. Mm-hmm. I think it's an easy uh, call there. He wasn't sick, you know, even though he was missed a start, whatever. Right. Uh, he's good to go, man. I think six strikeouts is very, very fair for him. Okay. Uh, I like Kevin Gossman. Now it did move overnight. It was six, it was six and a half last night. Now it's at seven strikeouts. So okay. I still be over. I, I project him to get eight to nine. Um, but I definitely liked it better at six and a half. So, okay. Um, I'm going with the obvious seven and a half over hitter fantasy score. Giancarlo Mike Stanton. Okay. He's got great BVP. I love the Yankees today. And again, I've been super contrarian on my pitching selections. I can be dead chalk on my hitting. So, yeah, I'm going. I'm so going seven and a half. Is that what Mr. he's at? Yeah, seven and a half. What's Judge at? I can't believe it's not eight and a half, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, I, and I think it might be. Is he move. at eight? Is he at um, eight? I can't find Judge right now. Oh, there he is. Eight and a half. See, I thought that Stant would be eight and a half as well. If you look at the BVP, he's he's hit him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So yeah, those are my nice. two prize picks calls. Yeah, that would that would be one that I would look at. Um, yeah, so we're at BVP. We are at BVP. Okay. Um, well, I had the BVP play I had was was based on it going to be uh, Mitch Keller starting because I had uh-huh. Ian Happ. 539 with seven hits and 13 at bats against Mitch Keller, including two home runs. Well, you don't um, want to take him against my stud three inning dude, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take um, the other one I had here that I had put notes down as well was Matt Chapman. He's 2,800 on FanDuel, 4,400 on DraftKings. He's 394 with 13 hits and 33 at bats. Yeah, Gonzalez, uh, seven singles, four doubles, a triple, and a home run. So, especially on Fanduel at twenty eight hundred, that's a that's a steal. So I he like was that. my back. He was my second pick. So you almost got me two days in a row. So <laughs> great call there. My my BBP's Juan Soto. He's eight for twenty two against Pablo Lopez with two homers, five RBIs, three walks. You know how I like the the whole combination. Yeah. Uh, you know, five extra base hits. Um, I, you know, Soto, I, whenever you can take him in a spot where he's good against a pitcher, man, he usually comes through. So I'm, I'm a big Soto guy. Okay. Um, I have, uh, where are we? Stacks? Yeah. Stack Stacks. City. Obviously the Yankees, we've talked about it already. Um, yeah. It be the chalk. The Angels, I like against Dane Dunning. Um Mike Trout has really good numbers against them, uh, him, yeah. and, and so does Taylor Ward and some other people. So I guess it's going to be Manager. He likes Dave, he likes Dunning. Dane Dunning's well, his man. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that, but um, yeah, yeah. So the Angels against Dunning, and then the uh, Blue Jays against Marco Gonzalez. I like as well. Yep. My my, I have two stacks that I'm going to be on hard, and the Yankees are one of them. Obviously, I've, <clears throat> I've talked about it multiple times, and they're just in such a groove right now. Jordan Lyles stinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want as much as I can get. Uh, I mean, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Gallo, even Gallo. I mean, I may I may scratch the bottom of the barrel oh. and go all the way down to Gallo here. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I'm also thinking of starting my stack in like the nine hole. If they're going to bat Hicks at the bottom again, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going Hicks, Lemieux, or Le, Lemieux, Mario Lemieux, yeah, Mario, DJ Lemayhew, Aaron Judge, and then Rizzo going that route. But uh-huh. yeah, I just you know I'm fine with the fact that uh, this is just a giveaway stack. Uh, to me, I think you got to, you know, find a way to afford as many of them you can. I'm going to try to have like five Yankees today. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. My, um, my backup one is uh, Toronto. I, okay. I think, yeah, I'm going to take, you know, where I can't fit Yankees in, I'm going to fit Blue Jays. It's going to be, this is going to be an extreme stack day for me. Usually I'll go like three teams with mini stacks and a couple of mm-hmm. one offs but anywhere I can fit a Yankee or Blue Jay today, that's what I'm going to do. I think Blue Jays are about ready to blow the top off of it. Springer, Guerrero, Hernandez, Bichette, uh, especially at the top of that lineup. And then you have guys starting to hit now, even Tapia at the bottom. 
And, yeah. you know, Matt Chapman, as you said, there's, I just love that lineup against Marco Gonzalez. I think they're going to size him up. And do you know they have a projected lineup with eight righties at the top uh, to start their lineup? Oh, Spring, yeah. Springer, Guerrero, Hernandez, Bichette, Espinel, Chapman, Gur- Guriel, and Jansen. So hmm. welcome to the right, right-handed right world for the left-handed pitcher, Marco Gonzalez. So I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if for whatever reason we do get word that Mitch Keller starts, then I'm going to have the Cubs as well. But um, if it's the other guy, Ronzi or whatever, then I'm probably not going to go there. <laughs> it's Rosie uh, Ronzi Contreras. Remember Ronzi that name? Contreras. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so when he pitches a no hitter tonight, I'll remember his name. No, if if, if <laughs> three in, if three innings or three in uh, two thirds innings count as a no hitter, man, okay. Yeah. All right, home run call, coach. Home run gotta, call for me. Or you want it? Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say you got it last night with your Randall Gritchick call. So, and I'll tell you what, that was a two percent owned, Mister yeah. Gritchick. So I'm very, very proud of that call. And it took a while too. I was sweating bullets. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> for a while, but he uh, stepped up and got it done. I'm going to go. Uh, this is a weird one, but. Uh, you know, I, I've been chalk city all day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going, I'm going with Rizzo. I'm, okay. I'm gonna, I have to take a Yankee because I'm stacking them so much. I, I need like three, four homers and I think Rizzo gets one of them. And it's weird because, uh, you know, you would maybe not pick him over some of the other guys that are more likely to, uh, Homer, but I just think in this spot, I mean, he's perfectly fine. He's hit this guy before in the past. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, two homers against him, and he's yeah. walked. Um, so I just like him where he sits. I don't think, you know, with knowing who he's got up, you know, all around Rizzo, that right. uh, he's going to get every good pitch to hit because you certainly can't walk him. And, and you know Rizzo has a phenomenal eye. Mm-hmm. So he's, you got to throw him a strike, and I think he's going to make him pay. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to go with Juan Soto, the guy you mentioned earlier. Um, you, oh, you're Cole taking my, my BVP guy? Taking your BVP BVP guy for my home run call. Yeah. All right. I like Soto. Yeah. I, that's somewhat of a party foul here, but we'll let you take it. <laughs> <laughs> At least we All didn't right. have the exact same guy like we did the other day. So. Yeah, he didn't homer, by the way, although he got some points. Oh, Vladdy. Yeah, Vladdy. Yeah, Vlad, he didn't get it done for us. All right, anything else with baseball? I think that's it. I mean, um, if there's any news, you know, obviously just stay in Discord like always. We will have, as Coach mentioned, we'll have an early slate lineup and we'll have the main slate for today. Okay, now it's time for the... Put everybody into a trance. Mavericks. (laughs) Mavericks. There you go. All right. Here we go, NBA, and appreciate everybody. Now, we'll put the timestamp in there. If you're just baseball, you can listen to that part. If you're just Mm -hmm. basketball, you can listen to this part. Or if you're really an all-around DFS player, you got the whole enchilada here. So, of course, I'm going to click up to see if the line changed at all, make sure that everything's cool there. But we're heading into the Western Conference Finals. 
and it's unbelievable here. We've got the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors, the fourth seed and the third seed. We've got Golden State favored by five at home. It's a 214 and a half total, 104.75 implied for Dallas, 109.75 implied for the Golden State Warriors. As far as, let's double check our injuries, because when we're doing the show, I always hate if something pops up and we didn't catch it on the show. Mm-hmm. Nope, same stuff. Uh, we already know the situation. Hardaway's out. Iguodala and Peyton out for Golden State. So no surprises. We know what we're dealing with here. Right. And this is, this is where it's going to get very, very interesting. The matchups, how it's going to be defended, um, and, and uh, you know, what we can anticipate here. We know we've got certainly Luca priced way higher than everybody else at 11.6, which is completely understandable and mm-hmm. warranted. And then, uh, you know, we go to Steph Curry at 9.2. But after that, it's really uh, fair. I mean, you yeah. can take – there's so many guys in that 6, 7, 5 range that you can build some – somewhat of contrarian lineups. Now, you know, we we cashed, even had a little takedown in basketball, but it's always in showdown slates, you've got, you know, tons of dupes, but that's just the way it works. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you still, still can't make really good money, but it helps, you know, it really helped me not to just be in those contests, but, you know, to sweep the cash games, the head-to-heads uh, that I played as well, because you know it's it's not as easy, obviously, to dupe somebody in a uh, head-to-head or, or 50-50. Yeah. So um, I would recommend playing some of both. So what? Uh, I'll let you start since you've been, uh, you know, on the East series. Why don't you give me just a little bit of an overview of the game, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll break down the Mavericks and see who we like there. But what do you think about this? series if you will how it's going to play out and and what you know you see the matchups and keys to it yeah I, I think these are two of the better defensive teams obviously I mean that goes without saying so it's going to be interesting to see if they defend as well as they did during the regular season because one thing that stood out to me at a high level looking at this matchup is how low fantasy scores a lot of these players had in their matchups during the year um you had I think one game above 50 fantasy points for Luca this year. And I don't think Steph really did much of anything. Clay didn't really do much. So it's going to be interesting to see if they put up, you know, the numbers that we expect for their price um, or if they keep it down and and we should approach more of a mid-level lineup. You know, it's going to be interesting for me to see that. Right. I think that's a great point. And, you know, certainly two of the top, five teams in the league you know throughout the majority of the season specifically in the second half yeah really it it was it was boston dallas golden state uh and and memphis you know being the four top second half defenses um but uh i agree i think you're going to have some strategy here that's going to be very interesting you know how the question will be you know is is kerr uh, and the and their staff going to try to you know really uh, sh- shut down Luca in some way, or is that going to be you know Luca's going to get his? We're going to try to stop everybody else, which mm-hmm. seems like a lot of teams do. 
The thing that no one's been able to do throughout the playoffs, though, regardless of what their strategy is, is all they're doing the same thing every time. They choose the guy on the floor from the other team that they want to isolate Luca yeah. against. That guy comes up and sets a high screen. It's like basketball 101 from, you know, John Wooden days. Right. John Wooden, my autographed guy up there. I'm always most proud of that relic. But um, yeah. Um, but anyway, it, uh, you know, so I think that's in a nutshell, they'll, you know, they'll probably put Wiggins on them more than likely. Mm -hmm. uh, they may, there's been some talk, they may put Draymond on them a little bit. But I have a feeling it'll probably be Wiggins. Uh, and I think that uh, Dallas is going to do the exact thing they're saying. If if Golden State goes big, whoever, uh, you know, uh, is Looney's guarding, and then they're going to have that guy come and set the pick, if it's Powell or Kleba or whomever, and then and they'll try to ISO Luka on Looney, which, again, you know, it seems simple just sitting here and saying that, but I think that that's truthfully what they may do now. Yeah. What, what they may also do is have Draymond lay off a bit, depending on, you know, who he who they match him up with. Um, you know, but if it's Finney Smith or somebody like that, mm -hmm. then – you know, that's going to be interesting because I think he'll play almost a huge help side. He'll be the blitzer to come and help. Uh, he's a great stripper of the ball, and he's a great, you know, great getting in a position to take the charge. So yeah. my feeling is that's that's probably the way they'll go. But I don't think that that's going to be good enough because Luca can still get what he needs, the step back mm -hmm. three or the penetration for the mid-range shot. And if – uh, you know, if, if it is Draymond or someone coming to to blitz after the high screen, he's just going to find a Dorian Finney-Smith or Reggie Bullock or Jalen Brunson standing there for an open three. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's what I think uh, is going to take place. And I say that to say I'm going with Luca. I mean, mm -hmm. I know most people will. I know he's going to be chalk. I know that's not, you know, whatever. There's enough value in this game with the, the medium price guys to get there. Yeah. I haven't seen a way to stop Luca here. My favorite stat for this game is Luca in assists. I think he's, this could be like a 12 assist game for him. Mm. Cause if they do try to blitz him off a pick, I think uh, he's going to find people. And the the Mavericks what the biggest step for them in this last series is there were times where Dinwiddie made every shot. There were times where Finney Smith, made a stretch of shots. Bullock hit four yeah. in a row in the one game. We know Maxi did it in the early game in that series. So it's not like there's none of those guys that have the confidence in a big spot like this to shoot those. So right. I'm feeling great about Luca and then some of those three-point spot-up shooters for the Mavericks. I will say this, though, before I have you break the Mavs down for us. My only concern in this series, and even in this first game, is you know, Dallas just hasn't been there. They don't mm -hmm. have anybody on this squad with a ring. So, you know, when you're talking about a team that that hasn't been there against a team that has been probably the dominant player of the decade, um, yeah. you know, with several wins, um, that is a big deal. And, mm -hmm. you know, now that Golden State has home court advantage, which they're thrilled about as a third seed, you know, to get the conference final. Right home court as a third seed, you usually don't get that. Usually yeah. you're against one or two. 
So I do think the, the Mavs are an underdog, but the way they're playing right now as a squad and how good the level uh, Luca is of playing mm-hmm. right now, I do think they have a, a fighter's chance. So I, I do love Luca, and I love those spot-up guys of Brunson, Bullock, Finney Smith, and Dinwiddie. I think they're yeah. all well into play here, and Kleba. Yeah, I was I was very impressed with the way that Dallas played in the last two games, uh, both defensively and offensively uh, against the Suns. And um, I actually picked, I mean, we don't have like an official pick or whatever, but I actually picked Dallas or I will pick Dallas to win this series in seven games is my prediction. Um, but yeah, obviously Luca. Really, all three guards to me is where I'm looking at for Dallas with Luca Brunson and Dinwiddie. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long Dinwiddie's going to stay on fire, but he's been absolutely on a tear um, with, you know, 30-point game in game seven, 11 of 15, five of seven from three, also shot five of seven from three in game six. So very strong play. Um, he's 10-5 on FanDuel, 9,600 in the captain and 6,400 in the flex on DraftKings. So I definitely like Dinwiddie uh, and Brunson. And then I think Finney Smith is going to be a key play in this series. Um, he's 10,000 on FanDuel, 10-2 in the captain spot in, on DraftKings, and then 6,800 in the flex. So those are the main guys that I'm looking at for Dallas. Um, do you feel like Kleba and those kind of guys are going to be able to get it going in this series, or do you think that this won't be a favorable matchup for them? No, I think this is a really nice matchup for Kleba. I I really like him. I I think uh, he'll be in a lot of my lineups. Okay. I, the guys I don't would aren't going to play. Uh, Dwight Powell. I don't think I know they'll run some high pick and roll for him, and mm-hmm. you know he can do that better against a team like Golden State. But I think still more minutes will go to Kleba at center. Uh, you know I really think it's it, it's just a matter of Doncic Brunson. Bullock, Finney Smith, Dinwiddie, and Kleba. Those are the six guys that I think are rosterable. Yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere beyond that. You know, I, I don't think Powell or Bertans or Nidalekin or any of those guys uh, you can't count on whatsoever. But, uh, you know, the nice part about it is the pricing on all of those, you know, mid-level guys for Dallas are pretty affordable. It's not mm-hmm. like what we've had you know, in a lot of these series where you have to go with, if you're going to go with the top guy, you have to go way down. Right. You know, and the other thing is those guys are going to get the majority of the minutes. You're going to see huge minutes in this series from Bullock and Finney Smith in particular, because they have to be on the floor defensively. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the, the only way Dallas wins this series is, continued the perimeter defense like they played in the second half of the season. They've played the best perimeter defense in the NBA in the second half. Yeah. This is the matchup. And again, we're underdogs. Golden State could easily win this series. But this is the matchup we were hoping for just because it plays to Dallas's advantage because we can defend the perimeter well. They've right. got the three Splash Brothers. They live and die out there at three with Curry, Thompson, and Poole. And at least we can play that tough. And, mm-hmm. you know, the interior is where you're always fearful when you have to play the Aitons, but he's a fraud. Or if yeah. you have to play the, you know, the Jokers or any of those bigs, that's where Dallas can get just murdered because they just mm-hmm. don't have good interior defense. Right. But for Golden State, you know, 
I guess there's some fear in Green and Looney, but that's certainly not the Joker or Embiid or anybody like right. that in the paint. Yeah. So you know they're not they're not about their interior offense. So mm -hmm. I like the matchup in that sense, and I think you know with Brunson, Bullock, and Finney Smith on Curry, Thompson, and Poole, I think they're going to have to fight hard to get those threes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was thinking too, because when um, they were playing against Memphis, you know, Curry wasn't, wasn't seeing a lot of strong defense. He really wasn't. And, right. And Clay wasn't really either, honestly. So uh, I think it's going to be a tougher series for both of those guys. I hope so. I sure do hope so. Um, all right. So for on the golden state side, you want us lead, lead us off there and what you're, who you're leaning towards for this game. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like I said, you know they they held Curry to about forty two and a half DraftKings points per game in the four games that he played against them. He went ten of thirty four from three, made an average of two and a half threes per game, but no more than four yeah. in any of those games. So I just feel like I would just pay up for Luca. Uh, he's going to get more peripheral stats. We're not going to have to rely as much on the three point shot, you know. Uh, as we do with Curry. So I just think that Luca's just a better play um, in most nights in this series. I agree. I mean, I think most people will, but I mean, Curry's Curry and he's a champion and MVP and, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, but, you know, his price is high. Mm -hmm. You know, Clay Thompson, I was, I was so happy. He helped me so much in game six when they clinched. I was, he was my play of the day. I was Clay yeah. Thompsoning everything, and he went ballistic. And so I, I, you know, he's got a soft spot for me here, but uh, I have for him. I mean, but I, I'm probably going to go away from Curry and, and Thompson in this first game. Mm -hmm. um, I think really I'm more interested, and it seems really bizarre, but I need to see the starting lineup. If Looney starts, then I'd sort of like Wiggins, Green, and Looney as the three guys yeah. with pool off the bench so those that's who i'm looking at more so now if looney doesn't start then it's a it's a different situation then it's pool and green they're being mm -hmm. the two main guys that i look at and really golden state they could easily go small you know there's it's not like they have to play looney you know to guard a big they can easily you know play green at the five and go with all three Splash Brothers and Wiggins at the four, that really matches up better, you know, with the Mavericks yeah. as far as size. But Looney coming off that crazy 22-rebound game, I don't know if they're going to want to, you know, have him in there to try to secure the paint. So we're going to follow that. We, we need that starting lineup because they could go either way with that. But mm -hmm. the core that I'm looking at, and again, it allows me to go to Luka, is, you know, Wiggins, Green, Looney, and Poole, not quite the price of Curry and Thompson and probably not going to go Brunson either because he's the other more expensive guy. So for me, it's, it's going to be Luca and the, you know, mid price to lower price guys in Bullock, Finney, Smith, Dinwiddie, Kleba, Wigan, yeah. Green, Looney, and Poole. So I know that sounds like a lot of guys, but it eliminates really the, the key to this is who, which way you're going to go with it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm probably benching Brunson, Curry, and Thompson. And they're great. And they yeah. can break any of the three of them could break the slate.
but you've got to come up with a strategic build if you're going to fit everybody right. that you want. And without having to go, what I'm going to avoid, you know, I do have a lineup that I built with Otto Porter in it. He's not even on the injury report, so he's mm -hmm. completely clear. Porter's about the only guy that I'd go any deeper with. I don't want to gamble on Kaminga, Lee, Bielitsa, and like I said, Bertans, Nidalekina, Green. Yeah. You don't need any of those guys. There's enough value, even right. though it's a one-game slate, uh, to, to be able to make it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not I'm not thinking at this point that the optimal is going to be to have Luca and Clay and Steph and a bunch of value. You know, I think that kind of mid-level, you know, build with Luca is kind of what I'm looking at. And I, I think Wiggins is probably my favorite play from Golden State. Uh, when you look at his price, um, his production, Draymond, you know, he, he only had one game against Dallas this year, but he only had 15 DraftKings points in that game. And he had five turnovers, so he really struggled. And he is more expensive than Wiggins, so um, I like him more. Jordan Poole really struggled. He had 21.8 DraftKings points in four games against Dallas. So yep. um, really for me, I think Wiggins and Looney are my are top two plays for Golden State, which is going to be contrarian for sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And I'm with you. You you have to you know look at that that uh, perimeter defense and it definitely has an effect. So by the way, I was, when we were on with Deb yesterday, I took uh, Miami and six and Dallas and six for my, my. Oh, team. okay. And so, I've got, yeah. What did, what did she have? She went the opposite. I think okay. she went, I think she went Boston and golden state, I believe, or no, my, maybe Miami and golden state. Okay. Uh, we'll have to repost it. And I've got Boston in six and gold or uh, Dallas in seven. All right. We'll see how this plays out. It's certainly going to be a fun series and, yeah. uh, you know, both very hotly contested uh, conference, uh, you know, finals here. So it's, it should sure. be fantastic. Um, prize picks. We don't want to forget prize picks. Absolutely not. Do you have one teed up? Yeah. I've got Go Luka, Luka Doncic over nine months. What's that? I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. No. <laughs> so I've got him over nine and a half rebounds. He averaged nine rebounds per game against the Warriors this year. He had 10 and 11 in his last two games against them. And he's gone over this number in four of his last five games. So I think if he can get over that number against Phoenix, he can definitely get there against Golden State. I like it. I'm going Draymond Green over seven and a half points. I know, mm -hmm. you know, it's just too low for, you know, the interior and I think he gets some passes and layups and putbacks. And I, I think he's a double-digit scorer. Uh, not, you know, I'm not saying he's going to score 20, but I think, you know, 12, 14 points here is very doable. And it's only seven and a half. So, yeah. Yeah. So are we doing two or three here? We'll do as many as you want, man. You're, you're, you got it. Whatever you want to do. Right. All right, so I'm going to go for the second play is going to be Spencer Dinwiddie over one and a half three-pointers made. Uh, he made five in his last two games. He made two uh, threes in each game against Golden State this year. So I think he's going to get three tonight is my prediction. Yeah, he's only 10 for his last 14, and some right. of them were bombs too. Yeah, that was We're crazy. talking, you know, way out there. So I hope mm -hmm. you can keep that up. I really yep. do. All right, I'm going to go Luka Doncic over seven and a half assists. 
Uh, like I said, I, I like him at 10 to 12 assists tonight. Um, that's, uh, I think that's a solid, solid play. Oh, yeah, definitely. And my last play I'm going with is going to be Draymond Green over three turnovers. He had oh. five turnovers in his, his one game against them this year, but he's had four or more in, in four of his last five games. So I like okay. the over and turnovers for Draymond. I hope you're right, man. I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, I like Dorian Finney-Smith. I, I think this uh, PRA number's off. It's only yeah. 17 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, doesn't that seem low, or that is it just me? I mean, I he's been getting you know above that a right. lot of the majority of his games, and in this type of a pace game, you know, a couple threes, some putbacks, a handful of rebounds, you know, you know, kicking the ball an extra pass when he's spotting up. I think seventeen and a half pra for Finney Smith is pretty solid. Yeah, I like that. When you look at the PRA, do you see the PRA for Luca? What is it like? Fifty. You have to get. You have to get fifty. Forty-nine and a half. Yeah, I mean that's that's up there for sure. I mean he got it in Game Six, and that's the only game he would have got it in that series against Phoenix. So yeah, that's up there. I I have confidence, but you go somebody having to get over fifty PRA as not a center. I mean, I've yeah. seen that for Joker and for Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. I was Giannis. Gonna say, Giannis had like 54 and a yeah. half PRA on Sunday. So, I mean, those three guys I mentioned, you can see that it should be, yeah. but a guard over right. 50, you don't <laughs> see that much. Not, yeah, not off. Sure. Um, what was it? So you had Luca over seven and a half assists, Finney Smith over 17 and a half PRA. And what was the other play? And in Mr. Draymond cheap shot green, over oh, yeah. seven and a half real points. Okay. Heck, I could score seven and a half real points. Just spot me up. Wheel me over to the three-point line and stand me there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, man. I'm, I'm so excited for this game. I cannot believe it. I am. This is such a great day. I, I am in my zone here. Mavericks in the... Conference finals, so we have the, the, these two wonderful conference finals going in the NBA. Baseball yeah. wired, like literally like 13 and a half hours of baseball. I'll tell you, when there's days like this in baseball where you have to hustle, you get your early lineups in, and then you and I are on in Discord, it's like 1.30 in the morning, and we're barely, yeah. you know, we're still sweating those late at bats. Right. I almost fell off my chair last night when uh, – uh, I was about to take something down. My guy hit a, a I thought it was a homer and it was a, a long out at the f- wall. McMahon. And I, yes, McMahon. Yeah. I was like, oh, but uh, right. yeah, so it's it's a lot of sweating, but it's a lot of fun. And then I'm telling you the PGA championship tomorrow, if you're, if you're not a golf person, you have to look at those pools, dude. There's $3 million prizes for this, wow. uh, you know, huge tournaments. Get mm-hmm. in because a lot of these, like some of the ones on Yahoo and FanDuel, especially, you're going to fill. And uh, I've got my PGA podcast already out, and then yeah. we'll be posting those lineups tonight. But 97 of the top 100 golfers, including Mr. Tiger Woods, is going to be out there. So mm-hmm. uh, just a great time to be a part of what's going on. So listen, a couple things. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up with the promo code Coach Talk, 
They will match you dollar for dollar all the way up to 100 bucks on your first deposit. If you want to be a part of what we're doing, go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up there for any of our memberships, including if you want to dip your toes in the water for a three-day $10 pass. Also, if you want to catch us on Twitter, we'll be posting our picks of the day, our prize picks, picks of the day, uh, at DFS Coach Talk. Um, Mr. Crash is at JP Davis 1982. I am at Joe Sarvati. If you're watching this on YouTube, quick thumbs up. That means a ton to us. Helps us move up the algorithm on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, and while you're at it, that little alarm in the upper corner. That tells you when all of these free podcasts post. It gives you an alert so you don't miss any of our NBA or uh, MLB podcasts that are seven days a week. You'll catch those right away and in our PGA podcast that's up weekly and is up right now. So great stuff, man. Fun podcast. Again, give us some feedback. We did another duo sports one uh, because we got such good uh, feedback from last time. So let us know on YouTube. You can, you know, DM us or post something on Twitter. Um, and if uh, if you want to get a hold of us directly, even by email, it's dfscoachtalk at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's it, my friend. That's everything we got in the till here yeah. for all of our sports today. Any final words on your side? Yeah, I was just thinking, didn't the PGA Championship used to be um, around Father's Day? Or is that the U.S. Open I'm thinking of? U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Okay. Because I can remember one year where uh, Tiger Woods, you mentioned Tiger Woods, he won by like 15 strokes or something ridiculous like that. And uh, my dad and I were watching that together on Father's Day. So I just remember. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, everything's pretty much back on in order now after all the COVID couple of years of shambles. So yeah, Masters is back regular time. And now, you know, all these tournaments are are following suit. So. Yep, good stuff. Should be a great, uh, great event, and the weather looks good. It's, it's. Uh, how about it's seventy five hundred yards par seventy. Wow. There's two par fives, like six thirty. Yeah. Of, there's a par four, five hundred yards. I mean, wow. Yeah. yeah. We've it's almost turned this Those into, guys are going to be scrambling, you know. Yeah, we almost turned this into a three sport podcast. Now we're talking about PGA so much. <laughs> we did exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. And stay tuned this weekend, too. We've got some some uh, contests coming up. We have a couple of other good announcements coming out as well. Uh, everything's moving and shaking here. So if the Mavs win tonight, you'll see this again the day after tomorrow. If not, I'm going right directly to Kohl's, and I'm going to find the ugliest gold shirt I can wear, and we'll get things back on track. So Mavs fans, hang in there. We, we got this. We're going after it. Dirk approves. Uh, and we're ready to roll. So let's hammer it today, Mr. Crash. Sounds good, Coach. All right, have a great one. It's hump day. It is money day, and it is what we call winning Wednesday at Coach Talk. Have a great one, everybody. We'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in all our sports here with DFS and prize picks.